what is a PB&J? Peanut butter and jelly, oh, my friend. Jesus. Come on. Uh, you know what? All this stuff. Is, is just, <laughs> it's, it's the first two innings. We've already had the horseshoe and the PB&J. <laughs> Speak English, the we, 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 we need to expand your knowledge base. I know BLT. <laughs> Gosh. I've never heard of. I've never heard of peanut butter I mean, jelly you, sandwich. Just I mean, you, like have that, you have grandkids, right? I, you, no, they're. You know what? I'm not. They're, they're They're out west. They're, I don't see. I don't hardly see them. There's, there's no PB and J west of west of Illinois. Is that how that works? I've never heard that before. <laughs> Obviously, I'm Keith's like never fed his grandkids. <laughs> I'm getting out of touch. <laughs> Oh. I mean, there's an assumption here that you know certain things. We need to get you a new data set. I mean, it's really what it comes down to. As we say in some parts of the South, ah, shuck it, duck it now. We're going to have some fun. Is a PB and J. Moon at the space of the swords of a soldier. Moon at the clubs of weapons of war. I know that diamonds money for this art, but that's not the shape of my heart. That's not the shape of my heart. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now that's Winslow tea. A New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer. Because that's how you know it's Winslow.
I'm John Reed. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Race to the Bottom, man. Yeah, you get nervous, right? Right off the bat, I'm going to let you know the political checkup is back. It's back, baby. <laughs> I got I to gotta wet the whistle here. <sighs> Consistently good. My opening monologue, as always, is brought to you by Winslow Tea. Please hashtag your tea drinking experiences with hashtag how you know and steep into the conversation. Grab a mug and tea proudly. No, that's that's Bigelow. Screw those guys. Right? In the background, we're hearing Fran dance. A Miles Davis joint. I've been contemplating worry and what worry does for us or doesn't do. I've been kind of a bit of a wreck about schools opening back up. Looks like my school is going to be and um, worrying about November, the election, worrying about all this stuff, the virus, how long it's going to go. And I just wondered one night as I was in a state trying to go to sleep what would happen if I just didn't worry I know people have, have talked about this before Bobby McFerrin don't worry about a thing no that was Bob Bob Marley we'll play some Bob Marley in a little bit why not Bobby McFerrin don't worry be happy what good does a worry do so I've just been trying to let it go Watching some NBA, getting in the bubble. You guys know about the bubble, right? They're all in Orlando in this like high school gym playing each other. And they've got their bubble chefs. I want to be a bubble chef. And when I'm talking about the bubble, I'm not talking about LeBron's bald spot. Oh, I thought of that dumb joke. And one of these days, I'm going to write a whole, like late night set up dumb punchline opening monologue and do that put the crowd noise in there and everything have the the roots I'll steal the roots the roots but yeah trying not to worry in that spirit I was watching my New York Mets and uh, decided to take a break I, I've done this before when they are below 500, meaning when they're losing more games than they're winning, I let myself take a break. And I don't know if this break might last the rest of the year if they don't, if they don't get their act together, but it's just a rough series of games. I was doing my blog and having fun writing, but I don't know. There's, there's just too many things going on to also watch heartbreaking losing baseball you know what's not heartbreaking though is the music and the life force of my friend Tom Demena. wanted to give him a shout out he launched a Patreon if you go to like just type in Patreon Tom Demena. I'll take you right there and uh, we'll get him on the show to talk about uh, what he's doing on his Patreon. He's going to be recording some 
sea shanties, which he does a, such a good job with, and doing some fun prizes um, for people who support him on Patreon. Because unlike the CEO of Spotify might submit, you can't you can't make a living off Spotify. Did you hear this guy? He said like we music artists can't think that they they're gonna get by on just making an album every three or four years they need to do more output i don't know man i'm not like a lady gaga or anything but over the past 15 years of being on spotify or however long it's been decade how long spotify been around who cares anyway i've i've gotten multiple thousands of listens on there and i think i've gotten a check for like 17 cents so, I'm not sure about the business model. What's this dude's name? I'm gonna call him out by name. Spotify CEO Danny Eck. Daniel Eck seems like a really cool dude. He's Swedish. But yeah, check out check out Tom Demena's uh, Patreon. Support him if if you can. Friend of the show. How about that mashup? Who would we hear from? We heard from Sting in the song The Shape of My Heart. Sometimes I, I have this feeling like I want to listen to some Sting. Like it would be comforting or something. And I put him on and I'm just like, man, this is really cheesy. But that song Shape of My Heart's one of the few that hold up. I mean, the police hold up. Defund the police. But that's, uh, that song didn't even hold up enough for me to play the whole thing. I thought of it, but I said, you know what? I'll just put a part of it and throw it in the mashup. And then we heard from... This is, I guess... I heard this pre-My uh, Mets hiatus. Keith Hernandez, my favorite Republican, talking about how he does not know what a, a PB&J is. And Gary and Ron guffawing about that. We heard from Banana Rama. I was listening to some. My wife and I clean on Sundays, clean the apartment, try to find interesting stuff to listen to while good cleaning music. And I threw on the first Banana Rama record because I had played Cruel Summer on one of the freestyle shows, and I wanted to hear what that whole record sounds like. And it's a, it's it's like a synth poppy, like a synth poppy kind of girl group. But they have this one song, very strange song, called Robert De Niro is Waiting. Talking, and then they say, Talking Italian. Incredibly strange. I don't even want to Google the lyrics, because I just want to keep it a mystery. In the background now, we're hearing the song Wave by Antonio Carlos Jobim. So yeah, like I said, we are graced once again by a political checkup by Johnny's. And in addition to uh, Johnny's and Winslow T, we also received support this week from our friend Tom Logan, inventor of the Logan uh, System of Discipline, LSD, and also the creator. uh, And I mean, he didn't create superfoods, but he can show you how superfoods can work well, or if not better than LSD. And we'll hear from Tom Logan, and he's sponsoring a segment of the show that I'd like to call 
recommended. Is that okay? Hi, this is Tom Logan, the inventor of LSD, the Logan System of Discipline, which has revolutionized the way that parents deal with teenagers who are out of control. But today I want to talk to you about superfoods. That's right, superfoods, like kale, Swiss chard, collard greens, turnip greens, spinach, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, cranberries, green tea, almonds, pecans, pistachios, walnuts, cashews, Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, garlic, ginger, turmeric, salmon, avocado, seaweed, and ancient grains like bulgur, farro, emmer, millet, buckwheat, teff, and chia. You all know that I have written extensively about the teenage mind, but I have begun to write more than a couple paragraphs on diet and nutrition. That's why I'd love to see you in my office, 4875 Union Square, 7th floor. Give me a call and we can set up a consultation, 917-222-2422. I want to show you how superfoods can work just as well, if not better, than LSD. Tom Logan is not a licensed nutritionist. Also, please show up to the office at least four hours before your appointment for paperwork and processing. So the first thing that I'd like to recommend is this record by this guy, Casa Overall, and it's called I Think I'm Good. It's just like looking through Spotify, and it was suggested. And this Casa Overall, he's like a... Turns out he went to college uh, with my wife at at Oberlin. She she knew of him, but didn't know him. And I guess uh, he's a drummer, uh, jazz drummer, and played with Jean-Baptiste for a while. But he also uh, produces and raps, and and this album is kind of like a collage pastiche. It's uh you know not the easiest thing to listen to in, in some of the places, but it's good headphone stuff. And I wanted to play this one song for you guys. This is the first one I heard, and it really caught my ear. This song's called "Please Don't Kill Me," and this is recommended. Please, please don't kill me.
get down I could drown in your weep Dry your eyes I'll dry mine We'll be fine Please don't mind Those chalk lines They don't know What's inside Of you and I Yeah, what you think about that? Love it or shove it? Let me know on the Facebook page, right? Um, it's been a while. It's been a while since um, I've done a recommended, and I did finish Jazz by Toni Morrison, and I recommend it. It's not an easy book to read. Toni Morrison likes to kind of drop you in the middle of a world and not give you all the information. You kind of have to orient yourself and trust that it's going to start making sense at some point, but be comfortable being uncomfortable, as my (laughs) previous principal used to always say. I guess you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable when you teach in the Bronx. We also watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is on Hulu, a French film. It's great. I highly recommend it. It is about art and love and friendship and freedom and what it means to be a woman in a male-dominated society, especially back then. When when was that supposed to be? Hold on. 18th century. Okay. So that means it was in the 1700s. It's confusing. That was confusing as a as a kid. Whereas the the century was one up from where you were. Yeah. And it's set in a distant island of Brittany, where a friend of the show, Brittany is where a friend of the show, Julian, is from. But yeah, it's great. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Check it out. And we also watched um, Can You Ever Forgive Me, which is a movie about this writer who faked all these letters and correspondences and sold them and kind of tried to make a career off of these forgeries. Melissa McCarthy does a great job in in the movie, and it's funny and dark, and it's set in, like, New York pre-9-11, like, I guess, like, mid-90s, which is fun. There's all these bookstores, which, like, barely exist or don't now because of the pandemic, but... It's, it's a great movie. So, Casa Overall, I think I'm good. Jazz, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Can You Ever Forgive Me? These are all recommended. I also recommend that you might want to... I'm not allowed to do calls to action, and I've trying, been trying to get better with this. You might want to download the app for your iPhone or your Android, if you're listening to this on your computer, it works great. You also could consider signing up for our newsletter at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. We only write you once a month, and there's tons of stuff going on all the time at the station. So many good shows. And if you would like to 
support what's going on at the station, the best way you could do that would be by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Click the donate button and see what you might want to drop. Did I say all that conditionally enough and not not like commanding you? Commando style? So let's do a round of sound to clear the air a little bit before we get back into some politics. Like I said, we'll start out with some Bob Marley. I've had this song so much things to say off Exodus in my head off and on. Don't know why, but it's a great tune. And we'll follow that up with Shuggy Otis with the song Inspiration Information. Beautiful, lovely, uplifting song. That'll happen, and then I will talk to you shortly about politics. Race to the bottom. Well, 
covering all the time So much things to say Rumor about they got the rumor Without humor they don't know what they're doing Yeah
Johnny's Automotive, we want to make sure that the job's done right the first time. That's why when you bring in your car, we check it to see what's wrong with it, and we decide what's wrong with it. Then we have you look at it and make sure that you agree what's wrong with it. Then we begin to fix the car. Once the car's fixed, then we check our work. Then we check it again, and then we bring in you to make sure that you agree that it's fixed and checked. Then we make sure that the job is done right. That is why at Johnny's Automotive, the work is always done correctly, and we strive for perfection. Come down and see us today at Johnny's Automotive on the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. At Johnny's, we do it right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Oh, yes. Thank you, as always, to Johnny's Automotive. If you're ever in the Western North Carolina area and need a muffler fixed or checked, your brakes looked at or inspected, Johnny's the guy to do that. Johnny's Automotive, where they do the job right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. And I think it's Joe Biden's way to hold on to the torch. I'm still holding on to that torch. I felt my political hackles raising a little bit this week with the announcement that Kamala is the VP. And to get us back into the spirit of things, it's time for a segment of the show that I like to call, Who Do You Wanna Win? Who's Gonna Win? Who do you wanna win and who gonna win? For longtime listeners of the show, you guys know that a big component of Race to the Bottom over the years has been politics, but things have just gotten so bleak and not fun since Omelette Bar came on the scene that I haven't really been doing that much of it, especially once Biden got the nod, as they say. But it was funny. My friend Jake and I, Jake, as I've said before, was my longtime roommate, and he kind of showed me the ropes politically. Jake became really obsessed with politics during the 2000 recount and has worked as a newspaper reporter and stuff. And when we lived, lived together during the run-up to the Obama victory in 2008, Jake and I just kind of lived in front of the TV. And we'd always make fun of this dude, Chris Dodd, who looks like... There's a sesame... There's like a Muppet who Chris Dodd looks like. He's like the one of the eagle ones or something. But when Chris Dodd dropped out and then endorsed Obama, we excitedly, ironically screamed, we got Dodd MFers. So it was funny when I heard that Chris Dodd was in charge of the vetting for Biden's VP. And he didn't want Kamala. He thought Kamala was a troublemaker, a rebel rouser. But I guess he lost out, which I'm always glad to see that dude lose. He's like a sexual predator, it sounds like. Anyway, kind of seems like politically it makes sense. Kamala makes sense. She's kind of like Obama-like and how people kind of see their own reflection in her, whatever. She's like a Rorschach test. Rorschach? She's not very idealistic, it doesn't seem like. There's a lot of identity politics in her selection, but, you know, maybe some excitement. It's kind of funny that, you know, the right wants to paint her as this 
super lib. And then the left thinks that she is phony cop. And uh, maybe that's politics where nobody's happy. Like, goes along well with Biden's candidacy. There were some pretty classic moments of Kamala's campaign. A lot of people have been playing the clip where Kamala really went after Biden about busing, which sounded a little bit like this. It was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. It's a mischaracterization of my position across the board. I did not praise racist. That is not true, number one. Number two, if we want to have this campaign litigated on who supports civil rights and whether I did or not, I'm happy to do that. Do you agree today that you were wrong to oppose busing in America then? No, Do you agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the, the second class to integrate Berkeley, but, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local decision. So that's where the federal government must step the, in. The that's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. That little girl was me. I guess it's not super surprising that people go after each other in debates and primaries and then make nice. They sure have done it with Omelette Bar. So it'll be interesting seeing what their dynamic is. They seem like pretty different people, but in a way Kamala seems to kind of enjoy Biden's like grandpa doting on her. Who knows? But in the race to the bottom world, we all know what was the defining moment of Kamala's campaign for president. It was the cooking show that she put on with her husband, Doug. You've bought the good job, Dougie t-shirt. Here's, here's the magic that, that led to the meme. This is my go-to roast chicken. Douglas, will you grate pepper in here? Rosemary leaves off of here. Oh, like three times as much. I bet you Okay, so yeah, garlic. now, Douglas, will you if you can just peel them, honey. Salt? Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie! Hey. Douglas, will you chop herbs? Oh, like three times as much. The lemon zest, the minced garlic. Spoon all this. Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie! Hey. As this roasts, this is all gonna just be fragrant. Douglas, will you tie that little bad boy up? Good job, Dougie. Hey. There's our chicken. <laughs> Good job, Dougie. <laughs> but yeah, I've I have multiple friends who have posted online about their anger and cynicism regarding the selection of Kamala Harris. Multiple friends have said some variation on the same thing of it was same difference between the, the two parties. It's all an illusion. Kamala's a, a cop. 
as attorney general, she locked up innocent people for minor drug offenses, all that kind of stuff, to which I would respond thusly. Wait, 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 you're getting nervous, man. <laughs> but seriously, I, I get it. I know that these are, are half measures, and I understand the cynicism, but folks, <laughs> we gotta keep our eyes on the ball here. It was like yesterday, Facebook does the thing of like, things that you've posted, the anniversary, and four years ago, we were having the same thing about Hillary and Trump, and I posted a list of, of things for the benefit of my cynical friends who said they weren't going to vote, and I'll do that again right now. So I know that it feels like Biden might not hardly do anything for us and just chip away at the edges, and that it's all a bunch of BS, but he will probably raise the minimum wage. He believes in climate change and might do things around the edges on that. At least he believes in it. You know, Paris Accords, get us back in that, just the basics. It's like, it's like, it might not be like a huge positive to have somebody like Biden in office, but at least it's not like a big negative is the way that I would look at it. And I have a, a friend who's like, oh, but I, they can't force me to choose between the lesser of two evils. They're still both evil. I don't know. You've seen what Trump has done with sending his goons into cities around the country. At least Biden talks about reforming the police and taking a, a look at qualified immunity, which lets off so many of these cops from facing the ramifications of their murder. Biden at least talks about understanding the detrimental effects of redlining and wants to work towards giving black and brown people more more housing protections and options. Yeah, Biden is not a Medicare for all person, but he does want to expand Medicaid and Medicare and save what's left of Obamacare. He at least nominally, Biden believes in public schools where Trump wants to use that money for, for like private school vouchers and stuff. There's immigration. Trump with the Muslim ban trying to end DACA, building a wall, demonizing immigrants and refugees, separating families. You know Biden will at least chip away at some of that stuff. Even though, yes, Obama did deport tons of people, it's true. Hopefully Biden can get us back into the Iran nuclear deal. I mean, I know that probably... I don't really trust Democrats on keeping us out of war, but at least Biden's talked in strong terms about how horrible Saudi Arabia and Erdogan and Turkey are. We see the way that Trump loves these dictators and emulates them here. We saw like what happened in Belarus after the election this past week, and how that just mirrors what could happen here. But if if none of that matters to you, at least just think about the Supreme Court and the damage that an all-conservative Supreme Court could do over the next four years. And on the other side of the coin, what a more balanced court or more liberal court could do about getting money out of politics, ensuring a woman's right to choose. I don't know. I don't even know if it's worth making this point because I think my friends who 
have decided that it's all the same thing. Might be unreachable, but this is my effort to try. And we'll see what happens. Thanks again to Johnny for sponsoring the political checkup. It's been a while. With some of the time that we have left, I wanted to jump back a year ago around this time, the end of summer, to some of the mashups I made. I'm going to actually play mashups 8, 9, and 10, and oh my gosh, there's so much stuff in here we'll hear from. And not it, it's not just this, but this is just some of what we'll hear from. It, it would take forever for me to say what everything in, in these mashups are. We'll hear from Fugazi's song, Instrumental, Sweet and Low. We'll hear from Mr. Rogers, What Do You Do With The Mad That You Feel? We'll hear some loons, because we were in Maine this time last year. A little bit of happiness is a warm gun, the Beatles. The Don't Tase Me Bro guy from the John Kerry speech forever ago. We'll hear from Moondog and Julie Andrews. We'll hear from Gil Scott Heron and Whitey on the Moon. And Justin Timberlake going, yeah, from Sexy Back. Yeah. We'll hear some scenes from Tom Domena's great short movie, Bologna Warrior. We'll hear from Crocodile Dundee, That's Not a Knife. And then more Tom. It must be, shout out, remember, check out Tom's Patreon. We'll hear Tom as Telly Savalas from a uh, short little comedy film he did and his great Telly Savalas impression. Personification, more like. We'll hear from my cult favorite Coldplay song, Don't Panic, but without Chris Martin's voice on it, which is nice. We'll hear from Sally Struthers and from Lionel Richie. Enjoy this. Race to the bottom. I bet this is a puzzle with three trees. Well, let's look for more here. That looks like part of a tree. Hey, I think that's right. It's fun to put puzzles together and you find the pieces. Oh, there's somebody at the back door. Let's see who it is. We can show him our puzzle. Oh, it's Mr. McFeely himself. Could you well, come I in? I have to take it for delivery today. I have to take it for delivery. It's a very busy day today. A very busy day. Well, I... Oh, it's a minute. Just a minute to go, Mr. Rogers. Oh, do it a minute. She's not a girl who misses much. Oh, yeah. With the touch of the velvet hand Like a lizard on a windowpane The man in the crowd With the multicolored mirrors On his hobnail boots Lying with his eyes While his hands are busy Working overtime 
A soap impression of his wife Which he ate and donated to the National Trust Did he deliver? Did he deliver? Rush, rush, rush I just couldn't do it right when he was rushing me like that I just couldn't get it right at all What do you do when you're angry? When you're angry and you know it You do something about it I told Mr. McFeely that made me angry to have to rush like that. You'll hear one individual of the pair give this long, mournful wail, which is essentially saying, I'm here, where are you? Generally, moments later, you'll hear the response from the other member of the pair giving its wail, saying, I'm over here. stings him on the heel. He turns to look. The dove has heard, and off she flies away into the sky. Supper has vanished with the bird. That peasant won't be eating pigeon pie. If all the world were paper and all the sea were ink, if all the trees were bread and cheese, what should we have to drink? That's nonsense. What is nonsense? Exactly what the word says. Nonsense. Something that doesn't make sense. If you speak nonsense on purpose, that can be very funny. But some people speak nonsense without knowing it. And that's very sad. Sing me a funny nonsense song, please, Martin. I'm gonna get you a bike, a nice bike, a motorbike. My sister, her uh, husband, gonna give you his bike, red like a cherry. A rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Yeah. Her face and arms began to swell and Whitey's on the moon. Yeah. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. Yeah. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. Yeah. You know, the man just up my rent last night Cause Whitey's on the moon yeah. No hot water, no toilets, no lights But Whitey's on the moon yeah. 
I wonder why he's up in me. Cause Whitey's on the moon? Yeah. Well, I was already giving him 50 a week and now Whitey's on the moon. Yeah. Taxes taking my whole damn check. Yeah. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. Yeah. The price of food is going up. Yeah. And as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Yeah. Her face and arms began to swell and Whitey's on the moon. Yeah. Was all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon? How come I ain't got no money here? Mm, Whitey's on the moon. Yeah. You know, I just about had my fill of Whitey on the moon. Yeah. I think I'll send these doctor bills. Air mail special. To Whitey on the moon. What's new? How is the world treating you? Gin Tommy. Gin Tommy. You haven't changed. Nick, give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. your manners, Kuchiku. Have a little respect for your elders. But I got nothing. Yeah, I know you got nothing. You got no class, you got no soul, no style. Look at you. You think this is hip? Hip? You think this is hip? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about this little beanie you call a hat, punk. Put this on. You're, you're delusional. Put the shirt on. Ironing your pants. Powder your feet. Perfume your bed sheets. You got a lady? Yeah. All right. Well, treat her right. Go watch a sunset with her instead of your precious porno, all right? Uh, how do you feel? Feel alive, huh? <laughs> I like you, kid. All right, get out of here. Go, scram! Get out of here! Hey! Who loves you, baby? more money? Sure, we all do. So call this free number to find out how easy it is to train at home for a better career. I'm supposed to get it right and done. All the tired horses in the sun. I'm supposed to get it right and done. The masquerade 
From behind the walls of doubt A voice was crying out Do you want to make more money? Sure, we all do. We bid And that about does it for the show. I'm going to play us out with some Stevie Wonder first track on Music of My Mind. Love having you around, because that's how I feel about you, the listener. Stay tuned for Crime Talk BK. You've been listening to Radio Free Brooklyn Race to the Bottom with me, yours truly, John Reed. I'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe. Peace. Get on my camera.